0: All right. Hey, Yeah, feels good. Feels okay, good. Jersey Alchemist fans, we're back. We Pow. just had a busy couple of weeks, and um, I did a deep dive taking a big standardized exam. It's what you do for my career. Pow. And um, how'd you do on that uh,
1: exam, John? I don't like to brag. <laughs> Put it uh, out there. Why uh, not? I passed. How about? Let's just leave it like okay. this. I Ask me how many questions I got wrong. How many? Que- well, first of all, how many questions were on the? Uh, Forty say, questions. Forty. Okay. Forty that's, questions. That's a you number. Got to, you got to
0: pass with an eighty percent.
1: How quest- many did you get
0: wrong? Uh, how many? Yeah. It starts with a Z.
1: Zero. Wow. Good. <laughs> wow. That yeah. was my first question. See, yeah. those are my kind of questions that I could answer pretty. Uh, right. You know. Now, how did I come up with that kind of performance
0: on on a test that if you fail it,
1: you can't work anymore.
0: Mm. You get fired from your job. Mm. Uh, I can't afford that. Right. So, um, I deep dive and I kill myself. I flog myself. I kill myself. I you... meditate. I pray. I uh, I really, 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 really. Um, Go into a tizzy, a vort, an emotional vortex.
1: Known you as long as I have, John. Yeah. It seems like you put you purposely put your back against the wall, and you have nowhere to go. And it's like, uh, okay. You texted me that last night, right? And
0: I was like, very insightful.
1: Yeah, and but because and then you always excel. I mean, you've been doing it since high school. Um, well, know. let me say
0: something. Uh, one of my mentors, he was the chairman of the Department of Surgery where I trained,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he had a saying. He would stand there and if, if he knew you were compromised because you didn't know a question on rounds or something, and if he saw you were struggling, you didn't have an answer or whatever, he would do what his mentors way the hell back in the 1950s would do to him. Mm. He would come over, He'd fix your collar now back then they had to have a bow tie mm. right and uh, and then he would pinch you on the cheek kind of a little you know a, a way of saying you know it's like ownership it's like I'm your dad I care about mm. you but then he would say one of his good friends was the infamous famous Michael deBakey and I met DeBakey, and I had dinner with him with this guy, and DeBakey's long gone. DeBakey was 88 when he came to lecture with us, mm. like when I was a resident. Anyway, um, he would fix your shirt. If you had a hair sticking up, he'd go like this. He'd pinch your cheek, and he'd say, boy, are you that stupid, or do you just not give a shit? Mm. And that's what DeBakey would say to his residents on rounds. Now... Mm. Think about wow. the implications. Are you, You're you either that stupid or you don't give a shit, or mm. God forbid, both. And then you're going to lose your spot, right? But then the other thing he used to say, well, you know, when he saw us up for 48 hours straight and we still had another 12 or 20 hours to go, he'd say, what's the matter? He goes, you guys tired? He goes, you guys look tired. Mm. He goes, Did you ever hear coffee? He goes, that's what caffeine and coffee's for, right? And we would be like... You know, we were all thinking about, should we drag him out in the back and Pummel him. beat him to death and throw him in a dumpster? Because yeah. we knew he was fucking with us. Yeah. And he used to give us that line 48 hours in. Right? Oh, yeah. Never shutting your eyes. And uh, he'd say, well, then he'd fix his own tie. He'd take his glasses off, stick them in his pocket. Mm. And a lot of times... Just for added effect, he'd take him back out of his pocket and stick him back on. Uh, And he'd say, you know, he goes, there's something I've learned through the years. There's no greater motivating force in man than sheer terror. There's no greater motivating force in man than sheer
1: terror. There we go. So there you go. That's the answer. (laughs) I've done my best work, John, in situations when I've had nothing to lose. All right. So I don't know if that's sheer terror. And everything to gain, I guess. Yeah. Like, right? you know what? You There's nowhere else to go. Right. You know? That's so.
0: having your back against the wall.
1: Yeah. Oh, Exactly. A hundred percent. Yeah. Right. So, and that's, you know. You know what? Do you remember what another mentor of yours? Kind of different. Uh, I remember uh, your father. Used to well, say he was my number one mentor. Number one mentor, absolutely. And I think a lot of people, but I know he used to say, "Sorry, well, sorry, everyone, no. it's Charlie Kirk <laughs> calling me. Come on, knock it off. Come on, knock it off, <laughs> Charlie Kirk." All right, go ahead. Um, he would say like if you were struggling with lifting weights, playing football. This was sports related, not academic. So this well, was, but that was his world. right? That was his world. Or I have shot put or discus or with lifting, you couldn't get past your PR. Yeah. Remember what he would say? He would say, go get a haircut. Right? Go get a haircut. You're going to, and come back tomorrow and you're going to feel like a different person. And damn it, if at 62 years old, if I'm ever not feeling right or something's not, do you know, I still go, I need a haircut. Yeah. Because I could still see your father and hear him saying that.
0: He, He was right about that. And I don't, I don't know. My father knew, I think. Let me say this. When I was 10 years old, right? That's a long Couple time ago. ago. That's uh, that's 52 years ago, right? Mercy. Well, actually, in December, I turned 63. So it's almost 60, it's almost 53 years ago. These are real numbers. My father knew that I listened to him. Mm. Nobody else in the house was listening to him. <laughs> <laughs> no name's name. But I was, and he knew that he had an audience with me. There was fertile ground here. Mm. And he used to tell me, Everything that comes out of my mouth now, 53 years later, Mm -hmm. he used to tell me um, the things that John F. Kennedy said uh, during that radio address that kind of got his head blown off about, you know, there's clandestine secret societies that are hell bent on destroying, you know, the country, you know, the youth. My father knew all of that. Way, way, way back, I'm sure before I was born. You know, my father never spent any time in a library. There mm-hmm. were no cell phones or computers or no, Google or no. Safari or or any. There were no search engines. If you wanted to be a search engine, you put your fucking engineer's cap on, boop, boop, and you went to the nearest library, and then you had to use the index. Mm-hmm. I still don't know how to use that index. <laughs> I never did, Right. And you had to go plowing through the shelves. And if I did that, I would get sidetracked with, you know, early ice hockey textbooks from like Whoa. the 1960s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the point is, my, my dad told me all about that shit. He was so ahead of his time, and God only knows why. So yeah. do I think that he understood that he was telling me, do something to change your energy? I think he understood it. He just never verbalized it that way. Because going to get a haircut mm. absolutely changes your energy. And that ties in with the fact that he was big time on the American Indian spiritual scene. My dad was. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. And the, the, uh, the American Indian uh, chiefs and the, their medicine people, which most of them are women, will tell you that your hair is your antenna. Interesting. Your hair is your antenna. Now, I don't know if that's true, but I guess it was for Samson because yeah. because when his girlfriend cut his hair, that
1: next thing a... you knew, he was in chains. So, bald people, they have no, uh, they can't pick up. Well, hair. I don't know.
0: Maybe they have long hair in their ears and their nose. That, I don't know. It's
1: a hair somewhere. Let's leave it at that. Well, wow, that's pretty amazing. But it's, it's just amazing how these mentors, John, how they tried, without telling you to do something, they make you think about what they were saying. If they gave a shit. If they gave a shit, yeah. Right, the rest of the world
0: doesn't give a flying fuck about, about enough about other people, which goes right back to the law of one. Are mm-hmm. you here in service to yourself? Well. Or are you here in service to others? Because if you're here in service to self, you'll watch your friends and your relatives walk right into a pit. Mm. which is a biblical expression, or walk face first into a brick wall. And then you'll <coughs> snicker over it. I have people in other areas of my life. They're experts at that. Experts. Yeah, imagine that. Yeah.
1: Well, John, that just leads me. When it comes to energy and and what you put out, what is what you get in. I mean, you have to believe in all that stuff. You have to believe that, you can make a difference with people. Once you believe that what you have, and let's face it, like when we coach, I coach sports. The people that weren't listening, you weren't talking to them. But the people, like you said, like your dad had a, he had an audience in you. Fertile ground. All you need is one person, half the team. Yep. Once you know, peace, somebody's trying, trying to grasp what you're saying, you will do whatever it takes to to get that person to yeah, the next level. Because it inspires you too. Yeah. A right? 110%. Yeah. Most of the time when you tell somebody, "Hey, stand up tall and don't quit and keep going," you're really talking to yourself. Yeah. You know, you're reminding yourself. It's like, you know, uh, you know me being uh, divorced, you're divorced you as well. Yeah, yeah. It's I I woke up and I just realized I was, but now yeah, I'm divorced. If I meet a divorced person, a guy or even a lady, but mostly I can relate to the men, obviously. I'm telling them, listen, you yeah. have to, you know, stand tall, don't give up. I know yeah. you miss your kids, right? Or this and that, but in reality, I'm telling them all the things I wish sure. somebody would have told me. Yeah, you know.
0: And and if it's very new for them, or they're, God forbid, still in the throes of it,
1: yeah. and it's the first
0: time, you know, it, it's really tough to, yeah. to crack that nut and
1: to, and to, reach them because that's how upset they are. That's crazy. John, yeah. can you believe next? Next week is November 1st, right? Is next week November, right? October's finished already. Uh,
0: I think Monday? Is, Something like that. Monday or Tuesday is the 1st, I think. I, have I don't
1: ne- know. I have never seen so much attention paid to cuz we have November 8th those midterm elections oh, with geez. the White House and where we're going. I I, I can't mm. believe. I've never even paid attention really to a midterm election, right? right. Oh, we're right. going to lose seats, gain seats. You know, everybody was just basically blinders mm. on doing their mm-hmm. thing. Mm. But things are in such a, a frenzy now that everybody—that's well, all you hear about—is November 8th and elections. Yeah. Get out yeah. and vote. That's number one, people out there. Uh, and and you know I would say to those that are watching,
0: because if you're watching the Jersey Alchemist, you probably have a direct connection with your heart, as opposed to being some posturing academic beanhead that says the science is settled. No, it's not. I'll I'll show you how fucking settled it is. In Boston, they just made a new coronavirus and they were so proud to announce it that instead of killing uh, 2% of the uh, Sprague, Dolly, white rats in the lab, uh, it kills 80% now. Boy, thank God for the people in Boston. You know what, whoever's funding them and whoever is the principal investigator on that, That person, those funders, and all of the lab rats, leave the Sprague-Dawley rats alone. Those are the actual white creatures, the rats with the long tails. Mm -hmm. You all need to be arrested. I know I just jumped in on that, and I forgot the lead point, but... um, It's all right, I forgot it, too. Can you believe...
1: That, that's ridiculous. So, John, isn't that is that called gain of function research? Of course it well, is. Well, if it wasn't, yeah. if they made such a big deal and Fauci, yeah. and the lead guy, I don't yeah. know if we're allowed to say his name. Well, I don't know if he's the. I, I can't imagine that he's. If he's still the lead guy,
0: all of the Democrats, all of the Republicans, everybody up, down, left,
1: right, all need to be in chains. Mm. But he was, like, denying, oh, it's not gain-of-function. Oh, Rand Paul, you know, remember Rand Paul of grilling them? Of course. So if that's not acceptable in China and everybody's yeah. denying it, right. it's acceptable here on our shores? Yeah. Well, I got, I, I got news for you. Everybody
0: immediately wanted to finger the Chinese for this, and they're certainly complicit, but we all know where it first came from, and I, it came from Chapel Hill. Didn't it come from a wet market and a bat? Yeah, no, no, no. It came from, yeah some some woman's soup that she yeah, decided yeah, to stick yeah, up you yeah. know a bat a bat in what bullshit and you know I had my colleagues that are really really smart and accomplished people when I said it was a lab derived virus intentionally as a bioweapon and wait for the mm. they looked at me laughed in my face and said you fool it was from a a, a bowl of soup derived from a wet market that's where it came from, either a pangolin or a bat. And I looked at them and I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Aren't you, aren't you the idiot that admonished me for telling you back in 2006 what really happened on 9-11? Mm. And you laughed at me and you told me to shut the door because if anybody hears me, they'll think I'm retarded. <sighs> yeah, the, the R word. Mm. One week later, you came back. Chapter and verse teaching me all about what really happened on
1: 9/11. Unbelievable. So, God it's, damn, it's, it's unbelievable, right, John? But I mean, who are these people that that are allowed to do this? And you know, I know somebody that their son is a researcher. Okay, I believe with the with the army. I mean, he's got all kinds of scientific oh degrees, and he was. I'm not sure if he does that with the army, but he was in research and science. Mm-hmm. He broke down the, uh, the the proteins and the DNA or mm-hmm. whatever of that. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, this is man-made. Of course it He is. knew it in two seconds. The kid's 25 years old. Oh, of course it is. The first month it was out, John. I know. And, and parts parts of the original
0: little ditty yeah. that flies around, right, parts of it were taken from the HIV Um I don't know what part, I don't know if it was a spike protein or, or, or lipid membrane or something like that, but it was, it was abundantly clear to the, to the academics when they studied this stuff, uh, God bless them you know, for being able to do that, but it was abundantly clear to them, and what happened to them when they spoke out? They were crushed. Mm. They were crushed. They were censored. They were ridiculed. They were scoffed at. Lots of them lost their jobs. I think the people that ridiculed, scoffed, and fired them—I think they need to be thrown in a dungeon mm. with cockroaches,
1: air conditioning, and snakes no. and scorpions. Nice. Yeah. How about California, John, passing a law—or they're trying to pass it—where doctors that speak mm. out against the CDC mm-hmm. can be uh, can lose their license. Oh, I, I don't. Like I if don't, they don't yeah. go with the stand the protocol, they don't go with the, the company line. Yeah, the, the company Luciferian um, what are we communazi, here?
0: the Luciferian communazi line. And I got news for you. Academic people, I think, this is my opinion, I'm opining, are much more likely to not have the eyes to see or the ears to hear something spiritual because they, it's in you know, it's like, it's like they're on a beach and they're going to build, let's build a sandcastle. Let's build a scientific, you know, edifice. And they pile up that sand all around them, mm-hmm. all around them, and they're sitting there like, you know, smug in their sciences settled bullshit. And then here comes tide change and a wave and the energy in the wave... Is the spiritual aspects of our world and what happens to the walls of their edifice? <clears throat> mm. It comes
1: dissolving down, it gets liquidated. You cursed little brat, okay, John. If November 8th, say these elections take place, which we know they are, mm. okay, and say the Republicans take over the House and the Senate again, right? All right. Do you actually think that something's going to get done? I mean, are we all just playing this? Because um, now it's at a point. We all know what the issues are. We all know that if you if yeah. you stop, right. you know, if you don't become energy dependent, right. if you cut off your supply, your source of energy, right? you have to buy it. It's going to be more expensive, and yeah. the price is going to go up, and the economy and inflation. We all know that. So why do these people... Do whatever they want, and, and there's no ramifications. Like, oh, geez, well, the inflation's at a, yeah. a, a 30, 40-year high. Well,
0: right, well,
1: absolutely.
0: Now, here, here's here's what I would say in response to that. Okay, there are certain levels by which we can see the world and the uh, the series of events that are unfolding. Okay, uh, there are those who want to focus all the way to the right all the way to the left, God damn it, they're going to focus on uh, a woman's right to choose or lack of an abortion, right? And Planned Parenthood and the funding thereof. And that's where they're stuck. And the only filter that they see the world through is um, freedom of choice, you know, pro-choice or pro-life. And nothing else matters to them and they won't hear the other side And so they're myopic, and and they can't get out of their headspace. They can't get out of their own way. So while they're fighting over abortion, and then on purpose, they get the Supreme Court to get involved, and now everybody's shitting the bed over it, right? The left and the right. That's one segment of the population that is now taken care of. The elites don't have to worry about them anymore. All they have to do is throw a little boop, 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 a little lighter fluid on the grill and yeah. it goes up, right? And what is that? It's a couple of articles here, a Facebook a Facebook post that's made by DARPA, which is military intelligence, and that's who invented Facebook. It wasn't Mark Fuckerberg. No. He's just the stooge. Oh, and by the way, now now he's all into you know MMA and, and fighting. You know something? Get in the ring, you little piece of shit. Yeah. Get in the ring. The this 63-year-old this son of a bitch, I'll go after you. So um, yeah. So that's what's happening on that level. And there's all different strata, right? And, and so, too many people seem to not give a shit about who's really up at the top pulling the strings. So if you look at... Some Nazi son of a bitch named Klaus Schwab, who back in the 70s, I think, comes up with this, I'll call it a construct, called the World Economic Forum, because he's the founder, and he slowly coerces and gets all of these big shots, you know, these elites, the politicians, the big international globalist, you know, corporation, presidents, and owners, multi-multi-billionaires. He's got the bankers behind him. All of a sudden, fast forward a couple of decades, and he's telling the world what the fuck we're going to eat for breakfast or whether we're not going to eat at all. Mm. And he's all tied in with the king, the king of England. Well, I didn't vote for him. Right. He's all tied in with Charles. Bill Gates is tied in with them. And uh, Melinda Gates, you know, it, I think it was a, 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 a hoax that, oh, look, oh, they're, they're divorcing. Well, maybe they are divorced. You can't let her off the hook because she was all in on this. Because when they were sitting there together in front of the cameras and he's saying, the world will not go back to normal until everybody is vaccinated. And she was like this. Mm. Like a psychopath, narcissist smirk and 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 that smile like like we are controlling your asses right uh so so so, but so to bring it around because i could really go off like this they're the ones that are creating all of this so we can we can focus on abortion or we can focus on the, the wide-open border, the wide-open southern border that the leftists say, there's no problem, you're a lying, you're either really, really lying about it to keep an agenda going, or, or you're just that ill-informed. Pick any topic, gun control, Second Amendment, this, that, the other thing, the Keystone Pipeline, uh, the Nord Stream Pipeline, Russia, the Ukraine, It's, you know, it's just amazing. And who is pulling all the strings? People. It's the elite globalists. Those are the people that you have to focus on. And if I were you, if you want to ask what could you do about it, pray and meditate that they fall directly on their faces. Now, I mentioned a prophetic minister a couple of weeks ago named... um, her last name is Green. I can't remember her first name. Julie Green. Julie Green Ministries. Right. And she's on YouTube. And you can say what you want, she's spectacular. She takes, she's apparently without saying it, she's a channeler. Anytime somebody is a prophetic minister and they're getting messages from from God, from the deities, from the saints, from whoever, from Krishna, from from Buddha. Um You better just listen to what they have to say, okay? And God is calling out the evil dark ones as we speak. And he said, they will not prosper against you. They will not win. They haven't come up against me yet, and I'm about to move. And people by name are going to be taken out. They're going to be stopped in their endeavors. There won't be Armageddon, So um, have faith, stay positive, pray, and meditate that the good Lord brings these disgusting, evil people to justice. Who are they? Come on. They're the global elite, communazi, Luciferians. Who was the—there was a a newscaster— yeah blonde woman i can't remember her name because kelly no because i never heard of her before just until like two days ago where she'd been around for years and she got bounced from here to there there because everywhere she goes she gets so outspoken that the the you know the parent company that's paying her makes people nervous has to fire her Um, it's like it's like us talking about the jab and then youtube takes the it takes the video down, but now we're vindicated, we're right, and YouTube is left with dog shit on its face. Mm. But she ended up with Newsmax just you know, not long ago. Not quite, I don't uh, watch Newsmax. No, no. no. Anyway, she was talking about, um, you know, the state of affairs. Yeah. And, she, and then she kind of went on a rant about, the elite and Bill Gates expecting us to eat insects while they're partying and drinking the blood of infants. Mm. Boom, curtain came down, she's fired. So now that's all over the alternative media. It's all over YouTube that this chick, but of course the, you know, the people that love to censor others are admonishing her. They're scoffing at her, they're ridiculing her that she's a psychopath, she's this, she's that, yeah, you know, yeah. she's a conspiracy theorist. Guess what? She's no
1: conspiracy theorist. She's just telling it like it is. Mm, people can't handle that. You know, I don't think people realize, John, going back to, um, you know, there's a the new word is sheeple, right? People are sheep. They're being easily led. Mm. If more people would become a little bit more spiritual and reach out to God, I truly believe... They see things a little more clearly instead of being so blind that, you know, I only see this. Like, whether it's, like you were saying, the abortion or it's this. or they w- if mm-hmm. You put God in your life. You know, there was a... Well, a, they refused to. They refused to. There was a big MMA card this weekend from Dubai, okay? Mm-hmm. And I think the main match was this Charles Oliveira, who was the oh, champion, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Extremely talented, mm. tough, good. And against um, uh, has uh, some, one of Khabib's boys, you know, they're from uh, yeah. Pac- um, um, yeah Pakistan or... Uzbekistan or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. from there, uh, right. right outside of Russia, extremely tough. Yeah. And as they were walking into the ring, you know, the other guys, you know, the fighters, they go all hyped up, they're playing to the crowd. Of course. Yeah. But Khabib's guy yeah. was going like this. He yeah, was actually... Oh, he was praying. He was praying. He, and I'm like... He's going to win. It's connecting, not even, connecting with source. He's Yes. He's not. It's not even going to be close. It actually right. was close. But I said, he's going to win. Look at him. He got in that ring, and it's like he already knew the outcome. Yeah. He was so calm. The other guy's mm-hmm. bouncing around, jittery, this and that. This guy, boy, he, just, he just went to work. Right. And in the second round, right. the other guy tapped out.
0: Did he? He choked him out?
1: Well, he, he caught him with a right. Uh-huh. Uh He went down, and yeah. then he just got on top of him. Right. And that was that He tapped out. Which well, I, I, so I, what do we
0: say about? How do you analyze what you saw? Because I didn't see. I didn't see the card. Yeah. But you know, you got two very talented people, and well, I don't know. The, in the world. I don't know the, what the odds makers said about who should win or yeah. not. But you got one who was preparing the best he could, but it was obvious that he was doing it in a strictly third dimensional fashion. Yes. And the That's other well guy. Said. Prepared, third dimensional, because you know he was in shape, right? He was a sledgehammer, you know that. Mm -hmm. But he connected with source. He connected with the energy of the Holy Spirit. Doesn't matter what religion Mm
1: -hmm. you are. Energy of the Holy Spirit, which is source energy. Who wins? That guy? John, I've never seen anything like it in my life, you know? know, Because in athletics nowadays, everybody's getting hyped up. They're bouncing around. They're Mm -hmm. playing to each other, Mm -hmm. playing to the crowd, playing to the... This guy was just hands out, walking yeah. into the ring like this. I'm like, oh, yeah. he has got an advantage mm-hmm. yeah. uh, that he knows. I, I love that. It was amazing. It was you know Saturday. what I did
0: this entire past, however many, seven days that I was like deep diving with that test? Uh-huh. Uh, I was at my desk in my study, computer screen here. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack Daniels. A smudge a smudge bucket, oh, okay. a big stick of white sage wrapped in flower petals, mm-hmm. which comes from a purveyor, a candle, and of course a seven-inch crucifix, because my personal mentor to the spirit world that is in the spirit world is Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You can have somebody else. That's okay. This is my mentor. Sure, guy. And I prayed all of the typical lead up prayers. I prayed my healer's prayer. And then I evoked all of the angels and the saints. But who did I? There were two saints that I really focused on. One is Giuseppe Moscati, which most people don't know of him. He was a physician in Italy during the uh, Spanish plague split yeah and oh. and I saw a like one of those uh, DVD movies on his life wow. and uh he died young after like killing himself trying to save so many people and dead people in the streets and all that crap and you know no no uh antiseptic anything and which wow. uh, is terribly. there's no wonder why people were dropping like flies back then after after working he came home and sat on his chair in his 40s, I think he was 46. St. So Francis of Assisi was 46 also. So uh-huh. Giuseppe Moscati, Doctor Giuseppe, died sitting on a chair. They found him dead with no apparent, no apparent obvious cause. But oh. uh, so I, he inspired me because of how he intervened directly for sick and dying people. Mm. And of course, the other one is St. Francis. Uh, sorry, um, St. Anthony of Padua. Because St. Anthony is is the patron saint of lost things. And when you need to find something, you pray to St. Anthony. If you think it's a joke, um, you are missing out. So I got this test. And if you fail the test, you're done. You can't work anymore. You're no longer board certified. And every question, I threw it to the spirit world. Of course, I've been doing this for a long time. And I read all of the all of the research articles and deep dived on extensive you, you literature. You did your work. Each each question took me two to four hours to research, each wow. question, easily, easily. And some I just were so befuddled because the people who make these questions, there'll be five choices and three right answers.
1: Mm. And you're like, you, mm, three mm.
0: right answers. So anyway, yeah. So uh, I in, in that sense, the UFC guy... And it's no surprise that Habib's guy came in, you know, connecting to source. Everybody needs to learn from that experience and that example. Because I do it all the time. I do it before operating on somebody's baby. I do it after the operation. I go up to the chapel and I put my hands up and I put my feet on the floor without crossing my legs. And I pray and I meditate and I thank the angels and the saints and my mentor, Jesus
1: Christ. Mm. I wonder how many people see, especially since we've been doing this podcast, John. I mean, I've always been spiritual, but now it's at a different level thanks to listening to you and uh, the lovely Sandra, and how you know you you just. I wonder how many pe- people realize that's what he was doing when he was walking into the ring. Like I said, he's praying. Well, I, he's connecting. I, I, that's pretty. Pretty obvious, right? Well, I, he was walking. He's like this. I don't know. I, you know what? I, and, and the camera was on him for a second. I said, look at this guy. But it's just a man. And, you know, I was in the supermarket this weekend. I'm all over the place. And uh, the woman there, you mentioned St. Anthony. She was looking for something. She couldn't find it. I said, you know, if you pray to St. Anthony, you can find it. And I know that for a fact. Your dog, was she good looking? Uh, no. <laughs> well, maybe. <I'll> <laughs> well, maybe, Well, maybe back in the day. I mean. She oh. Had, Oh, what a bump bump. I'm an old timer, and she was older than me okay. by a by a long shot. But uh, beautiful in her own way, mm-hmm. and that's why I said pray to Saint Anthony. Now, whether she did or not, she looked at me a little crazy, which you know yeah. I'm used to. Right, John, if you had to alchemize this episode, this fantastic yeah. "Back in the Saddle Again" episode, yeah. how would you do it? Back in the saddle again. Um, the world we live in
0: is healed and hinged. Uh, with the energetic spiritual world. Okay. And most of the things that are a puzzle in this world that we can look at ostensibly from a third dimensional standpoint, like Stonehenge, the pyramids all over the planet, you know, the pyramids of Giza in Egypt are there. And everybody, if you say pyramids, you think of Egypt, you know, mm-hmm. with the, the sun setting or the moon above the, that's great. But apparently there's at least 57 unbelievable pyramids all over the planet. And there are pyramids that are under the ocean that are not incorporated into that 57. There's a crystalline grid on the planet uh, with ley lines that um, direct and guide energetic spiritual energy, magnetism. Magnetics is going to come and play a huge role in our awareness. It's already there. It's already been there. We just don't know of the whole issue of magnetics, the universe, that kind of thing. Um, Understand that that's been generally hidden from humanity for thousands and thousands of years by people who are uh, nefarious and controlling. Uh, The jig is up, people the jig is up. We are in end times. We're in the time of the apocalypse. You've heard me say this before. Don't confuse apocalypse with Armageddon. Armageddon is this great war against Gog and Magog and all that stuff, and everybody kind of postulates, oh, it's going to be a nuclear exchange, and I don't see any evidence that that's going to happen. The mainstream media wants you to believe that that's going to happen. We are in the apocalypse, and apocalypse just simply means it's the the time of the great reveal, to, to reveal. It's ancient Greek, that's the word, and it just means to reveal, right? So like Matthew 10, 26, and that's my little uh, Facebook profile saying, Matthew 10, 26 is, uh, have no fear of them, for everything that is unseen will be unhidden, and everything that is unseen will be known, something like that. That's my, my paraphrase, because it's worded, Differently, but it all means the same thing. So we are in an era where everything that's been happening for thousands of years is now Coming around full circle and the evildoers are going to be held accountable Watch Julie green ministries on YouTube the evildoers the jig is up the Klaus Schwab's the the elites the globalists that want to destroy your sovereign nations don't fall for it, people. Pray, meditate, just like the UFC fighter uh, that beat his opponent. He went into that octagon with his hands up and his heart open to the creative force of the Holy Spirit. And it doesn't matter what your religion is, it doesn't for the hardcore Christians out there, it just doesn't. You're not the only ones on this planet. And yes, I'm a Christian. Look my life with God, read it, it'll, it'll just bewilder you how, with all of the crazy things that happen in this world, there's always a spiritual answer, there's always a spiritual way out, Uh, the darkest cloud has always the the best silvery lining, and uh, people, be here in service to others, not yourself, you could be in service to others and a little bit to yourself. Why not? We all need, you know, we Amen. all need a bag of oats to yeah. crunch on every once in a while. But that's pretty much, that's it, Phil. I mean, this whole ugly spiritual warfare that we're in, uh, those that are connected to the source and the Holy Spirit and the living God, you will prevail. You will prevail. Align yourself with the winner.
1: And uh, that's it. Great job, as usual, John. Thank you for this podcast. Yeah. Everybody out there, please give us a like and a follow on the Jersey Alchemist. end. yeah, subscribe. subscribe. And listen, Share. just
0: because we had to take a little time off, we're not going away. We're not going away. We're not done yet, people. Okay? My life with God. My life with God. That's right. And Great am book. I soliciting you? No. No. But you know something? The e-version isn't going to break your bank. I think it's six ninety nine. It'll be the best $6.99 that you you invested because when you read this book and incorporate the message of this book, the spiritual messages with all of its crazy stories that you think can't be true, amazing, they're all true. It's because you connect with Source. God bless. See you next time on the
1: Jersey Alchemist. Peace. Let's do it.